Well, welcome to Dragon High. It's hot outside. It's going to be hot on the podcast as well. <laughs> Lots to talk about. Uh, first of all, though, uh, me and Mark in a public area. So we're living in Wales, fortunately. We're a COVID-safe country. We're still wearing masks. Agree with it or disagree with it, whatever. Wow, how are you, Mark? Hot. But it's going to be a hot cast, so we're all right. <laughs> uh, the temperature in my car driving over said 40 degrees. Uh, it felt like it as well. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah, it's feeling, yeah, it's pretty yeah. unseasonal. It's not very Welsh weather, is it really? No, it isn't. It's quite hard to adapt. I'm used to it being cold and rainy, but can't complain because we don't get this very often. Anyway, plenty to talk about. We've got a brand new sign-in. We've got the return to fans and pre-season games to talk about. And we also have an interview with an ex-fan favourite, Dom Vose. So, stay tuned. This is Dragonheart. Hi guys, I'm Dominic Vose and uh, this is Dragonheart. Well, brand new signing down at the race course. Uh, an exciting one, I think, Mark. Well, yeah, I mean, Jake Hyde's certainly a, a player who, at our level, has been around the Bettons and has a habit of scoring goals. His goals per start figures are, are very, very good. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's come from a team that played quite attractive football last year in Halifax as well. So, yeah, he's, he's averaged his last three seasons a goal every two games, which is very, very good, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and actually, um, throughout much of his career, he's he's been pretty... Consistent as well. The, the the one little worry I suppose that you have if you when you bring him in is just that he does pick up injuries. Mm. Um, but if you, if you go back through his career, I mean he was York's top scorer in League Two. Um, he got twelve goals in that season. That was back in fourteen fifteen. He then had two seasons where he picked up a lot of injuries. Oh, season before that, uh, he was at Barnes, twelve goals in twenty five league starts. And then at Barnet the season before that in League Two, 14 goals and 31 league starts. So his, his scoring record's good, but then he had injuries, sort of wrote off two seasons of his career, pretty much made eight starts in all competitions over two years, had to rebuild, went down to the National League South, but at Woking, you know, they got promoted and he scored 13 goals in all competitions. Then in the National League, he scored 16 for Woking the next time. And as you said, Halifax 12. Yeah. The, the, the worry is that he's not made 30 appearances in those games. In fact, he's only got better than 30 appearances in two seasons of his career. But having said that, if we can, make sure he doesn't break down. Um, and he does sort of pretty consistently get into the 20s. So if we can just sort that out, I mean, certainly his strike rate's terrific. Yeah, so the challenge will be on the physios, won't it, really? Mm. to And maybe, hopefully, with... Um our enhanced funds and what have you. Maybe we can keep him fit with a maybe better technology than what he's been used to in recent seasons. So, yeah. So keeping him fit will be will be a struggle. But if we do, he knows where the net is, doesn't he? So I think that's really important. And he's seasoned. He knows what this league's all about. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it's a fantastic signing. He's a player who's scored a lot of his goals in that <laughs> that cliched between the posts area, you know, it's sort yeah. of a penalty area striker. Yeah. And we've got a lot of players who can operate either side and around him, if you like, haven't we, really? So that's, a, that's yeah, he, it certainly looks to be a, a promising signing, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting to see how we play around him and what formations mm. we're going to play this season, because, yeah, we might, after recording this, we may sign more players we don't know. Yeah. But... Um, we certainly need some more players and it'd be really interesting to see if we're going to be playing five five at the back like last season or a, a, a com- brand new, completely different sort of style of football. It's going to be really, really fascinating. Well, I mean, if, if you look at the sort of squads that we've got available to us yeah. at the moment, and, and of course, yeah. we've got to have a, a lot of conditions and codicils about this conversation, haven't we? Because the fact of the matter is that we are a long way off knowing what sort of squad are we going to have above anything else. I mean, we've got essentially 15 players, um, so there's about eight slots left. Yeah. And within that, I mean, certain areas are pinned down. We've got a keeper and a backup. We've got backups and first choice at right back, left back. 
But then, like you say, <laughs> impossible to guess what sort of shape we'll play because we have one senior centre-back in the whole club, really, in yeah. Grizzly. French can come across, obviously. And we've got Cleverth. I assume Cleverth and Bickerstaff may be lunged out, though. Um, so, yeah, if we're going to play three at the back, we, there may be another four centre-backs or so to come in, mightn't there? Yeah, definitely. Or maybe we're, play, we're playing four at the back. We, we, we literally don't know... We, we may not even know after our first pre-season games as well. Yeah, that's um, true. There's a lot, a lot of time to go yet. So I think there's been a lot of Wrexham fans panicking, isn't there, on social media about the lack of signings. But they may all just come at once. Yeah. So I think it's time to be relaxed and just trust the manager on this one. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel worried by mm. by it at all. Um, at the time of recording, we've got a month to go before the start of the season. We haven't started playing pre-season games yet. It doesn't worry me. Yeah. Um, it's just that it means... It's all speculation, yeah. you, you know, and whether, you know, we could use French maybe as a sort of right-sided centre-back in a three and then we don't have to bring so many centre-backs in, I don't know. But, yeah, there's clearly centre-back is an area we're going to have to strengthen simply because we have no numbers. Mm. And then the same in centre-mid, where I would argue that really Luke Young is the only player we've got who is not an attacking midfielder in that area. Yeah. I admit you could bring um, Jordan Davis back um, but I don't want to do that. No. I want Jordan to be in a more sort of expressive area where he can he, he can create. But then the thing is, we've right, we've got three players in those sort of positions. We've got him, Jarvis, Redmond. Redmond yeah. So we've got a surface of attacking midfielders, but we need a bit more of that spine in midfield. I think, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we do. And we are, we, we. But the thing is, we do have a plethora now of. Mm. Uh, attacking players too and different types of attacking players in Ponticelli, Dior Angus, yeah. Kwame Thomas when he comes back could be in, like a brand new signing halfway <laughs> through the season as well. Yeah, a lot to be excited about and a lot to look forward to. It's going to be really interesting to see who we yeah. bring in. It, that's the scary thing, isn't it? I mean, you look at how many strikers we've got. We've got a lot already. Does that mean we've got our forward line yeah. sorted out? I don't know. I mean, Bickerstaff may well go on loan. Thomas obviously is a long-term absentee so okay maybe it's not so crowded up there but we've got four at the moment and we've got Angus yeah. Ponticelli Hyde all of them I think would like to play through the middle most yeah and then you've got McAlinden who I think maybe would rather be playing flanks or in the hole behind um Ponticelli's played on the right with Coventry Angus Angus fascinates me and it'd be interesting to see what a new manager makes of him when he's playing for Barrow a lot of the time he was doing the support work quickly by doing the, uh, the FD Will Tyrion Re sort of role where he'd be out on the left and he'd cut inside into a stronger right foot to try and create or to shoot. And he sort of made in his debut against Eastleigh up at uh, Silver Lake. And he, he kept isolating the centre-back who was slow and running at him and trying to get inside him all the time. But as time went on, Keith stopped using him that way. Mm. I was using much more down the right channel, which was interesting because you sort of think... You sort of instinctively feel like, okay, so is he is this job getting crosses in for Kwame? And I remember he did, he did get some assists for Kwame as well, but more it was that he was a good, really good tight angle finisher. Yeah, I mean, remember those two fantastic goals against Bromley, was it? Yes, it was Bromley. Yeah, it was, it was Bromley. down up and down the right channel, yeah. and then being able to hit it. Um, so that's interesting. That I mean, I, we don't know what shape they'll play. There looks to be a decent front three there, a sort of narrow front three, like like the sort of Morel. Uh, side when you would have Danny Wright and Jake Spate either side of Morrell or Pogba mm. but um, yeah it's we'll have to wait and see what he's got in, uh, planned really but that, that, that's, that, there's there's interesting little pictures and partnerships potential partnerships yeah. starting to appear there aren't they yeah and it is really going to be interesting and a lot of players who are used to this level too and used to playing in this league and also ones who are playing um, what's it, uh, the new striker <laughs> We've Hyde. Got Hyde, yeah, yeah. Hyde. He, he's he's very seasoned, and as we said, it's going to be a it, it'll be a task. Maybe keeping him fit for the whole season, but maybe we don't have to use him for every single game. Mm. Uh, maybe he comes on, and we play him when he's fit and he's ready. Um, so yeah, it's going to be absolutely fascinating. And another thing that's going to be absolutely fascinating is the return to fans. Absolutely. So that's going to be something to look forward yeah. to. I think, isn't it? Yeah, and. Um, yeah, so after this, we're going to be talking about our first pre-season at Tamworth. 
I'm Liam McLendon and this is Dragonheart. We have got Tamworth at their ground and it's going to be really, really interesting because it's the game itself is just going to be a pre-season game, but I think it's going to have it's going to be a bit more iconic than that because it's going to be the first Wrexham game back with fans. And therefore the first Wrexham game with fans under the new ownership as well, yes. which is which is why there's such a fantastic amount of excitement, I think. Beyond just being able to get to see a match again. I mean the tickets the fixtures announced and this the main standard sold out in a couple of hours. And that's just a funny feeling there won't be many home fans in amongst that. In fact I feel a bit sorry for Tamworth fans because you know, I'm sure when you announce a, a pre season friendly, you think, Yeah, I'll just I'll just toddle along to that one and then you find the whole stands already sold out because Wrexham of Wrexham uh, fans have moved in on block. North Welsh invasion, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind exactly. of been in yeah, Tamworth, yeah. this Midlands little town. But <laughs> the thing is, like, I, to be fair, I booked a, I booked two tickets. Me and my brother were going to go as fans, and I, I, as soon as it announced, booked two tickets and very reasonably priced as well, eight pound yeah, a yeah. ticket, which I think is fantastic on Tamworth's part. I think they could have charged more. Did they realise? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe. And Rex Rec and fans would have turned up even if they charged fifteen pound a ticket. Yeah, I think. that's true. Um, but so so good on them. Um, for being really reasonable, but yeah, it's a lot of mixed emotions for me because obviously in Wales we can't do that just yet. But for the start of the season, we will have fans yeah. back at the race course. We're not really sure. Is it going to be full capacity? Is it or is it going to be limited capacity? I'm not hundred percent sure yet. Well, I've got the regulations oh, here. Here we go. Um, and they're saying the current regulations. Uh, talks about res removing legal restrictions on the number of people who can gather outdoors. Um, so really, strictly speaking, as it says, from the 7th of August, they'll remove legal restrictions on the number of people who can meet indoors, including private homes, public places, and events. Uh, seem th th there's nothing really talking about limited attendance. So, I mean, the current rules talk about organised indoor events can be up to a thousand seated or two hundred standing. Yeah, so uh, theoretically, yeah. you could have outdoor ones now, I, I assume. I said legal restrictions on the number of people who can have outdoors has now been removed. Yeah. We are also having a lot of improvements on our pitch and our facilities yeah. at the moment as well, which I think is timed reasonably nicely, isn't it, into that. Mm. So yeah, it's gonna be a strange experience because last season me and you were both fortunate enough to watch yeah. Wrexham a lot weren't we and uh, that was also a very strange experience watching a football game mm. of that calibre with no fans but yeah it's also going to I think going to be equally as strange getting back to normal isn't it in that weird transition where there's going to be a full house yeah. of fans out of nowhere isn't it and yeah so how, how would you feel about the whole situation really I mean I, I, I've got to be honest, I have very mixed feelings. I'm desperate for fans to be back in the grounds. And, it, you know, uh, it's wonderful what's happening to Exxon Football Club. And I want as many people as possible to be able to share in it. And as you said, we, we are incredibly fortunate to have been able to go to those home games. I mean, really amazingly fortunate. Yeah. I can't deny that watching the uh, Euros, especially the, the final games at Wembley, felt like watching a sort of super spreader event live yeah. you know and, and especially like obviously with some of the behavior i'm not trying to score points here uh the behavior of some of the england fans you know you just sort of thought there is still a pandemic that thing is still killing people um that did make me feel uneasy i mean watching the cricket this week the, the england pakistan t20s and on the one hand oh the atmosphere is fabulous yeah um and the, just the backdrop, you know, you're seeing Liam Livingston smacking big sixes over the stand, and then the, the super slow mo of him walking up to the other batsman and doing the punch in celebration in front of a massive terrace of people going mad. I mean, it's wonderful, it is wonderful, yeah. But I do wonder or worry how many people could catch something from that day, and therefore, yeah, I do feel a bit mixed up. I, I, I want the fans to be back. I, got to, I can't lie, I wish the pandemic was a bit more under control and I feel a bit, I do feel a bit edgy at the idea of unrestricted capacity crowds I mean, from a public safety point of view 
not keeping public distance, uh, social distancing, but well, it's it's not just the grounds either. It's the yeah. traveling there. Well, I'm going to be going on the train. You know, there's going to be a lot of people tr- going there drinking, isn't there? And, mm. uh, and the mo- you know even the most sensible of people get a few drinks around them, and they're not going to be caring about social distancing, are they? No, no. And you know, social distancing in England is not even a thing, is it, at the mm. moment? So. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really, really excited because I think having the chance to go watch Wrexham live, it's going to be so much fun, and it's going to be nice to hear Wrexham fans singing songs yeah, and, yeah. and maybe hearing some new songs from the fans and getting really, <laughs> really enjoying watching football live again. But then on the flip side, it, it sort of feels dirty in a way as well, doesn't it? It doesn't feel quite right yet, maybe from a public protection point of view. But I, I'm really torn because. I'll probably try and urge fans, probably try and be as sensible as I possibly can, but people have also been locked up in their houses for so many, for nearly over a year now, so it, it's really, really hard to get the balance right, isn't it? It's, it, it yeah. It just, it, it does worry me, I can't, I can't deny it. I, having said that, I'm not, I'm one of these people who's saying you, you could never make a step outside or a step forwards yeah. until it's all gone. Um, I, I do think the handling of it has probably prolonged the pandemic, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah. But th- there does come a point where you have to say, right, there is risk, but things have to return to normal. I hope we're not doing it too soon, is all I'm concerned yeah. about, really. But, um, but uh, yeah, to put that aside, how brilliant for fans, Wrexham fans, to get together again. Um, and, and as well, I, oh, it's going to sound terribly patronising. I sound, I'm going to, I feel, I feel bad even before I say this, but I'm really glad that it's at Tamworth. I, I think you know we are a non-league club now. Let's not kid ourselves. Yeah. So we're going to an actual proper grassroots club, and they will get a hell of a windfall, even if they haven't put, pushed the prices up. They'll get the biggest crowd this season for a pre-season match, and good luck to them. I'm glad that's happening. I yeah. really am, you know, and they'll get a boost from the food and everything like that. Good for them. I think that's. I think it's 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 nice that a club will get a bit of a sort of accidental boost from the fact that the Wrexham fans have been yeah. mad to come. And all also the local bars, the takeaways, yeah. and I think and that ski slope next to the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's really good fish and chips in Tamworth, isn't there? Oh, I believe. Well, yeah, tell me more. I, I believe, um, <laughs> but it's just going to. It's hard to really underestimate what football does to the economy, and we've not had that for a year. You know, yeah. all the local pubs, all the local takeaways, all, all the trains, and all, all the people paying all the money. It's great to see it back, but I just hope this doesn't mean we end up going back into another lockdown again mm. in September or October, and that we can't go watch football again. So I think it's I think it is really important that we we are cautious. And careful as we as as much as we possibly can be. I, I've, I've got a bad feeling that when organised football is really getting to the swing of things by about late September, Septemberish, October, that we'll end up having restricted crowds or even empty grounds again. Mm. Because the the wave's gone, you know, already appears to be coming and loosening all the restrictions. Well, it seems to me there's only one direction to go there, unless it's going to be a a sort of policy decision of yeah well you know we've made the decision that people will get it just carry on um but yeah so i i, I it might be one of those things where we need to make the most of playing to go and being able to go to games as well to be honest but well we'll see i'll I tell you the other thing that uh, amuses me is just that that great thing about wrexham fans being a being able to think big and having mad dreams, but they're actually sort of kind of really believable because if you told me a year ago that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney would own us, that we'd be sort of headhunting advisors from the top end of the football <laughs> administration to, to help run us, um, that one of our directors would be the guy from the anti-sexism seminar and always something yeah, to yeah. here. If we were, you'd tell me we were sponsored by TikTok and Expedia, I would laugh. Yeah. Um, but um, it does show how yeah we, we we sort of can get carried away with things and that that wonderful idea that we were going to play at Anfield on August the seventh because Liverpool didn't have a game. I, I just oh that was that was so that, was, that did amuse me that. But and of course we are actually playing Spennymore rather than uh, uh, well, Jurgen Klopp's you know. Liverpool. <laughs> but 
But it's great that we can, you know, that there's, you, know, you couldn't completely, it was, it was a bad idea, but you couldn't completely dismiss out of hand that we'd have a, a huge high-profile game at some point. <laughs> I, I think uh, Rex and playing at Anfield is a bit far-fetched, you yes. know, I think. They'll want to play. If they're going to be playing pre-seasons at Anfield, they're going to be wanting to be playing the top European sides, aren't they, to attract crowds? But yeah, Spenny Moore's just as good for me. Absolutely, you know, you know, we might boost their local takings of pie, uh, <laughs> pie sales, and, and local pub uh, income a bit. Doing a little bit to help the economy to fight back. Exactly. Are they Conference North or are they below Conference? I was North? really hoping you wouldn't ask me that because I intended to just double check that before we started <laughs> and I didn't. So um, I think they play in black and white stripes, I, I believe. Then they must be Conference North. Yes. So um, I'll tell you what, let's just, uh, I'll just, um, I'll run through a series of different leagues and then I'll just edit out all the other ones. <laughs> Yes, that's right. Spennymore play in the Conference North. Unibond Premier. Unibond North. Unibond South. Northern <laughs> Counties. Sorry, I, I, I've been watching Toast of London on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'll just edit in whichever one. Oh, hang on a second. League of Wales. Well, just in case you never know. You never know. We play in England. <laughs> anyway so yeah it, it, I think it's a lot of anxieties a lot of fun a lot of excitement let's hope it just all goes correctly and let's hope let's hope we get a full season with full fans and ho- let's hope we ha- hopefully we have a really iconic season get a friendly at Kidderminster and we're sure to have full fans and we're a suit this podcast is brought in association with football snacks <laughs> but yeah, I I'm really I'm I'm going with my brother um, for his birthday, so I'm really really excited. I'm not I'm try, gonna try not to worry about the the old COVID. Yeah, and we're gonna go. We're gonna really enjoy ourselves. I think people really deserve live football, don't they? They deserve to get yeah. together in, in a crowd. And I I I for one, I'm really excited. Are you standing or sitting? Standing. So, you know, like I said, <laughs> I don't want to freak you out now. But like you say, how how it will feel. So you know you're feeling, you know. Oh, it's, I suppose it's, you won't know till you get there. I suppose exactly how it feels yeah. to to be in amongst everyone. I mean, I assume it'll be pretty packed out. Yeah. Well, well. Maybe I've had one or two pints before then, so That's maybe true. I probably won't be worrying too much <laughs> yeah. about that. But I'll probably worry about it the next day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I'm going to try not to freak myself out. But I'll, I'll test myself before I go. I'll test mm. myself after I go. That's good. Yeah. Um, we've all got to be responsible in that regard, haven't we? Yeah, it's true enough. So, yeah, talking about <laughs> responsible players, <laughs> Don Vos. We have an interview lined up with him next. Um, a man who always was operating in two metres of space. Yeah, and, uh, it's going to be really interesting to hear what the interview with him you've got, Mark. This is Sean Brisley. This is Dragon Heart. Well, Dom, firstly, thank you so much for joining us. I mean, it's a it's a pleasure to speak to you. You you had half a season with the club, and yet you you made such an impact. Uh, yeah, we yeah. made an impact on you as well, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, definitely. Um, no, as I said, man, it was a. I think it was perfect timing. It was a it was a good marriage, mm. but for for the short time it lasted. Um, as I said, it's, it's, it's bittersweet with Wrexham, man. It is bittersweet. Yeah. Definitely, I mean, man. you you came to us having just scored against us at the end of the previous season. How did, how yeah. did that move come about? Um, so obviously, I was at Welling. Um, I done all right. Welling scored some goals. Um, Gary Mills was in charge of Gateshead. I scored against Gateshead. Um, drew one. I think we drew one all. Um, and I remember scoring against Wrexham. I think we beat you like two one. Yeah, we usually lost it well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got an assist for the corner and obviously I scored. Um, and then just, I was in, um, I was in Jamaica with my missus and um, I think my dad was speaking to a few clubs. Um, uh, I think he mentioned Aldershot or something and he mentioned Wrexham. And then um, 
done my research and all that. I think Gary Mills obviously going Wrexham. I've um I know a few people that's worked with Gary Mills. Mm. I asked him, ask a few questions. Um, yeah, he wants to pass the ball. You know, no more than two, three touch in training. Da 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 da. And it was like, okay. So I come back from Jamaica. Um, I had a meeting with Aldershot. Um, then the next day I had a meeting with Wrexham, and I signed. I had the meeting and I signed after. We like, you know, we hashed out a deal. Hashed out, yeah, yeah, it was a good conversation, and, and uh, yeah, we, we it was a good time, man. And so you you come across, and I mean, the quality of the players that were coming in as well, that must have impressed you. You know what I mean? You're seeing, you know, and the ones already there, you know, Connor Jennings, Leaf Howell, the people. I think, like I think that, obviously, respectfully to the players, I didn't know a lot of the players because I think I've um, I haven't been in non-league a lot. I was at. Uh, Welling for a period, but I was at Colchester before, and I was obviously at Academy and West Ham and that. So, but then it's like I I knew a couple of them. Um, so when I saw the, uh, you know, I start asking my questions. It's like yeah, I'm signing him, and it just felt yeah. It, I felt we're going in the right direction. You know what I mean? We started some big signings. Obviously, we had a uh, Adrian and Moak, um, Jamal Fifeul signed, Javan Vidal. Um, yeah, no, it was fucking. We was going for it. It, 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 it was good. It, 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 we. It's disappointing how Wrexham ended personally, and I think as the as the season. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, it was yeah. And then, wow! I remember the first pre-season game I saw you playing was up at Bangor, and Bangor, yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, it, I, was, I was on the left wing. Is that is that the yellow kit? It was in the yellow kit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sort of, I felt I, I, I ought to check the Bangor City right back's age because if he was below eighteen, you could be done for child cruelty. The yeah, way yeah, yeah, just yeah. destroyed the guy, and we put yeah, out a video yeah. of just your tricks in that one game. Yeah, yeah, I was just watching that and thinking, oh, this bloke can play. <laughs> it was such, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> man, no, it was as I said, man. It's uh, as I said. I, I look back at Wrexham, very happy, but very disappointed because how it all transpired and just like it's a, it's a big part in where I am today. If yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So, you know what I mean. There was another preseason game that stuck out in my head, and in in a weird way, because we played at FC United to Manchester. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. We played the four three three. We played yes. you left hand side in the front three. Yeah, and yeah. Lee Fowler left hand yeah, side yeah. of midfield behind you. Yeah. And yeah. that was pretty much the only time well, it was definitely the only time you and Lee started in the same of first eleven in, in competitive yeah. matches you never did. And I got the, the sense from well, from the way Gary Mills was picking teams, he didn't want to like you know, two creative players, he, he didn't oh. want to put you there. I don't know. Oh. It was weird. Oh, yeah. Well, as I said, like, I think um I I he never said that never got said um or anything. I like to think listen, Fowles is a Good friend of mine. I, I I think it was more down to Adriano Moke done really well in the preseason in in similar to in a into a Fowles's position. Um, I had a good preseason, and I think generally the team that's st- not saying that Fowles didn't have a good preseason. I just think the teams that the team that started throughout the preseason kind of set a precedent of yeah. oh. Do you know what I mean? I, I think obviously a thousand is top quality, but I don't think it was, oh, we can't play two creatives. I just think when Mokes went into midfield, it kind of was like, wow, okay. You know what I mean? Like I said, I think everyone knows Mokes like changed everything. He, he done really well in there. So, and I think obviously Fowles come in with, I think, a lot of reputation um, and expectation. I'm, I'm not saying he didn't fulfill it. No, I'm, I just think Mokes was like a, literally a wow factor in there. So I think that's what happened more than anything. I uh, know, but I mean, I, I'll get back to Lee later yeah. on, but I mean, I, we've had him on the show. And yeah, yeah. He, as, as I'll explain later, speaks incredibly highly of you as well. But that's, uh, yeah, yeah. that's maybe a question for later on. I'll get, back, get on to that. No worries, yeah. I mean, the season starts off and... We're playing, as you said, that nice football that, that attracted you to the club, yeah, yeah. any possession-based. 
yeah. the first game goes badly at Bromley, but you set up the goal. Yeah, free, and free one. Free, that's we, right. We, 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 um, we, we was a better team first half. We passed the ball well. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know how the scoring went. I think did we go go up? I'm, yeah, we were winning. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I think um, we had a young lad at right back from Stoke Mason. Yeah, Watkins Clark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he had the greatest games. Um, and it was frustrating, but it's like we done well. So it's like you. Then we had obviously the Tuesday game against Torquay <laughs> in front of the fans, and. Um, we, you, I think I can't remember the score. I know I scored, but yeah. I don't think it was one nil or three one or three one. something like that. Yeah. But well, I think we, we, we from that game full, we kind of saw what we was about. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, man, it was. Uh, it yeah, was yeah. Great, man. You, great. you could see the good, the, you know, the good ideas yeah, behind you, the sides. And yeah, the you could see how we tried to play, and you know what I mean. You could see that. You could see the identity from from the Bromley game. I just think. First game of season yeah. away from home, it, it happens. You know what I mean. So, what the second game we 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 made it right, and that second game, oh my god, oh, we were. It's hard to believe this, but we yeah. were losing at halftime, and and, and yeah. well, it was a fantastic introduction for Wrexham fans. Uh, yeah. your style of play because you dragged yeah, yeah, yeah. into it. Um, yeah, 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 and you could see those strengths of yours. But before yeah. talking about that, you scored the equaliser. Um, yeah. Son and I were just watching it now and we were talking about how it, it's one of those goals that people, you know, they just think, oh yeah, that's a straight forward goal. But the thing that always strikes me with you was your calmness in any situation, yeah. your awareness yeah. of what's going on around you and your calmness. Yeah. And that yeah, goal yeah. was, the ball comes into you, sort of awkward rebound in the box. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, we adjusted. That's it, yeah. Most Most people panic. Try and get there as fast as possible. Thrash at it. It's come about knee height, and they slice it away for a throw-in. And you wait and wait and wait until yeah. the defenders got close, and you and it's come at the right, it's dropped at the right. Yeah, height, yeah, balance. yeah, right, right. And then you put it through the I, defender's legs to shield it from the keeper. And it's quite yeah, a soft yeah, yeah. finish, but it doesn't need to be hard because the point is yeah. he was not going to move for it's that. Right, no. it's yeah, yeah, cool. the technical goal. Yeah, no, I feel like I, I take pride in. Um, being technically sure um, and not rushing things. If I if I rush something now, I've been screaming my head off because that's rubbish for me. Because I know I know I can. That's that's an easy chance for me. That's an easy goal for me. Yeah. So if I've rushed it, it's like ah, dumb. And it's because I'm not a striker. These chances don't come all the time. So yeah. I have to. I try my best to remain calm in all situations, man. And then the, the go-ahead goal you set up, and it's another one of those that I think you know you look at it from a technical point of view, and it's it's more it's better than you look if you just look at it as a general fan, in that you've cut yeah, it yeah. from the flank. Connor's waiting square, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a man on him, and again, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. on the ball, you, you you run at your man and commit him, and you wait until Connor's man gets worried and yeah. tries to double up on you, and yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. point when you play Connor in. Because then he's got space to take a touch and hit it, and it's just that calmness yeah, on the ball that was very striking. I think, I think for me, like I said, for a casual fan, mm. I might not be a fan's favorite for a casual fan unless I'm scoring one that goes. But from a footballing <laughs> perspective, <laughs> I think if you watch me from a footballing perspective at any club I've been at, obviously Wrexham's my, obviously my best time from goals, all the, but I haven't changed as a footballer like where I went to Grimsby, Scunthorpe, all these teams, from a technical aspect, I've still done the same thing. My calmness, my bring, my bringing other players into play has never changed. I just think, as I said, Wrexham was just a perfect marriage. So I, I scored my goals, but as well as that, if you watch how I played football that season at Wrexham, and this is me looking back on it, not trying to be big-headed, I don't, I don't think much players reach that level no. in, in, in everything from the goals assist to the general game, gamesmanship of how to play the game of you know a, uh, passing it here getting it back on the technical aspect and the weight of passes so I think yeah it's a, Wrexham is just a perfect marriage as, as, as I said man well I, I would say that looking at it generally the, the only player I've seen in the National League for us yeah. that's had the sort of effect you have on a game was Glenn Little, 
who was with us before you. What a guy. What a and, guy. I know. And, and, and the thing is that Glenn's legs pretty much had gone, so you'd get like a sort of 15, 20 minutes off the bench yeah, yeah. every three yeah. games from him, sadly. Um, but yeah, the yeah. moment he came on, you could you see, see the quality. play with him. You could see the quality. Yeah, yeah. Because no, he, he knows how to play football. Yeah. And I think, especially with the lower levels, I think that's an underrated talent. Yeah. Because a lot of uh, low league football is a uh, crash bang wallop, you know, fast winger up and down. Where Glenn, obviously, his legs are gone, but he's really good at yeah. football. If you watch it from a, a technical aspect, from, you know, an art, a art, art form, you, yeah. you play him every week type thing. Do you know what I mean? And I think I'm of that type of ilk. You've got to watch football to understand how good that was, for example. And like I said, it was very striking with Glenn. That, like I said, players wanted to play with him. Do you know what I mean? The experience yeah, yeah, yeah. had to drop down. It was like a sort of reminder of how, where they were playing. They wanted to yeah, work yeah. with him. And the young yeah. lads who, you know, maybe come through an academy and have got that spatial awareness, they're just loving the fact that Glenn yeah. will give them a perfectly weighted pass where they want yeah. it, and then he'll Man. go where they want him to go. And, and, and you see the same with you as well, I think, with Wrexham as well. Players, yeah, no, players who like to play want to work with you. Yeah, yeah, because I think, um, like I said, obviously, I, I was on the left side with Newts, and I think I made it very easy for him to play mm. as a left back. Do you know what I mean? I always gave him an option. I think any time I've played wide, I make it easy for my fullback um, to play with. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, because a lot of the times I played with fullback, they are similar to Newts, like up and down, good left foot. Mm. So it's like, all right, you 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 take the line, but I'm always gonna give you an angle, and we can play with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've and I've, cause the way I play, I earn that respect and that trust of my my my, my fullback. Absolutely, and then the next game, going back to that season, was a good example of it because we were at home again against Aldershot, um, and the first goal is all about you, basically. Newts has has won a header, and it's going out for a throw-in. You managed right. to keep it in. You got two men on you, but right. you don't mind sticking your backside into players and yeah, using your strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you hold them both off and you knock it off them for a throw. We take the throw. Yeah. You want it, and I, I, it's something I just always enjoyed as well. It's just you know when there's a throw and you just want it. You just want to get it to me. Come on, let's yeah. get that passing going again. Let's get yeah. it going. Let's get it going. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And then you think yeah, the yeah. ball. You think a ball over the top. It's just perfect yeah. weight. Centre back can't attack it. It's too high. Yeah. He's got to head it out. He's not off control of his header. Puts her out for a throw, and then again, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 yards, and you're there demanding yeah, it again. Yeah, you get yeah, it, you switch yeah. it, and oh, to the right flank. And when it yeah. comes back in, you're attacking the box to score. I mean, it's just again, it's yeah, so it was, um, as I said, I, 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 I would love to watch back all these games in, in full, man, <laughs> and just have a, have a little a moment. I'll get them to you, don't you worry. Yeah, <laughs> and you scored a pen in that one, and I quite like yeah. it. Because... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because it is when I was Wrexham, <laughs> I was at a stage where I wanted to score goals because I felt it would eliminate the bullshit. If that makes sense, yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean. So I'm playing well, but you think you're not scoring them. So as I was at Colchester, mm. and I I done really well at Colchester from a footballing point of view, but I didn't score no goals. Yeah. So there's always make, might be a question mark. So like when it comes to Wrexham, my remit, I, I, I set out what I, was, what I meant to do. Scored double figures by Christmas. Mm. And um, I'll definitely have uh, offers, but the plan was always to stay for the end of the season because I think I would get 20 plus, whatever. But um, yeah, so the penalty came. I think James Gray was off the pitch. And yeah, I slotted it. I think it was like towards the end. I think Caden Jackson might have won the penalty. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Your memory's scary. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I liked yeah. it as well because, well, I, you know, it, it's, it, well, people think Bruno Fernandes invented hopping towards the ball and hitting it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. That. And to be fair to yeah. the old shot keeper, he stays he totally still. He didn't go. He didn't, he didn't, yeah, no, he didn't go. And um, I do it is I come, I'm, I'm, I missed the penalty um, as a youngster, FA Youth Cup. Yeah. And it kind of was, it wasn't quite hot. It was a lot slower and the keeper didn't move. And he, he done me and I missed. So with this one, as much as he wasn't moving, I was adamant of going hard to that side. Yeah. And yeah, yeah that's, that's why. 
because he went the right way. And, and that, yeah, yeah, but it was just like I had power, like enough power and enough placement to get in that corner. That's it. It's, it's um, well, I, I need to say that you've answered my question in a way because like you sometimes see players do that. The keeper doesn't move and they just panic and scuff it. So you've got yeah. plan B. You've got the plan yeah, B. It's like, go if you're trying to go off the, off the keeper. It's hard, but if you're doing that yeah. and he doesn't go, whatever side you're going, commit to it with a bit of power because then he's got to pull off a decent save rather than you've took a rubbish penalty. Yeah. I'm speaking myself as a failed goalkeeper. Man, yeah, you know, it all sound like the Matrix where it all just stops for a bit and you can decide what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, um, that's, that's how it was for me. It was uh, always about being calm on the ball. Yeah. You know, take your, take, like I said, always take your touches. You know what I mean, and pitch change every every minute. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's that, that for me. My, I, I was quite good on penalties because I was so slow moving that uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't commit myself early. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get those scuffed ones. Um, yeah, yeah. Home game against Welling, I remember that as a sort of real disappointment yeah. in a way because we were flying at home, and then yeah. there was I think there was a bit of a cocky attitude amongst the fans of Welling will be easy and Welling yeah, did yeah, really yeah. well. No, yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it was a better team, but when it had yeah. chances, they definitely had chances, and it was like it was scary. It's like because like the longer a game goes on, and it's nil nil, mm. and it's seventieth minute, eightieth minute, and they get a chance, and you, you're all thinking, "Oh, fuck me," you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, we we read it out. Um, yeah, fuck you. Like, I scored. I scored last minute, um, and yeah, it was good. Good scenes. Good scenes. Oh. Uh, against your old team, and yeah, you really got yeah, yeah. the hole, didn't you? You know, edge of the area, nice little finish, bottom corner again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, was, um, <laughs> I remember, I said I was, I was there before. I know a lot of the boys, like even outside of like playing for Welling, I, I knew a lot of them. The goalie Tom King, yeah. I've known him for years, uh, but a lot, of them, I just knew them. So like, it was even like when I celebrated, it was obviously it's ne- it never to be at the fans. It was like. Yeah. Just buzzing for the boys. It was, it was fun, you know, last minute goal. It was it was nice, man. Absolutely. Uh and then you I mean, I mean, we're flying at that point. Halifax yeah. Rome, another three goals. You get another one, switch a yeah, play, yeah. get following it into the box as well. Um is, Hal- is Halifax the one when I've done uh a one two Connor Jennings? Um it was I think when well, you you switched it to... Oh, hang on a sec. Uh, I can't try to remember now. That, that's Torquay when I've, come, I've switched it to Wes and Cross. You got, you, got it in the, you got it left side the box and I burst inside the man and, 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 and beat... Uh, you surged past them and then you drove it in from the edge. Yeah, so it's a classic yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. sideways bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, so we was flying. I think we have done like five, five games in a bounce or something. I think yeah, we, yeah. I and think then the... Cheltenham, yeah. There were two away games then that like, I, I might be totally wrong here. I, I, I felt might have changed Gary Mills' ideas a bit. Because up to that point, felt to me like we were just playing beautiful passing football. And the team's still gelling. I mean, you've only played together for like six games. And, and I was yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah. thinking, we'll win this league. We look so good. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. And the confidence oh. in the players. And then we lose at Cheltenham, which was a, a very harsh... Result. Yeah, two, we were, two one, I think. Yeah, two, but we were yeah. we were uh, we were winning. We were winning that, and then sh- oh, oh, we should have had, no. We should have had a penalty in the second half for yeah. our ball on the line. So we should have been yeah. winning two one, and yeah, they yeah, yeah. the man off. Yeah, I think they scored a flat from a free kick. No, the guy um, Amari the strike scored a good goal to be fair. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes from the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we lose it, but frankly, we sh- shouldn't have done. And I was no. thinking, all right, it hurts to lose, but that's what that. You know, yeah, they're right, up the top. Right. We've done probably played a bit better than them. Then yeah, we had yeah, Lincoln, yeah. who had a proper long ball yeah, launch yeah. onto Matt Reed's head team. Yeah, yeah bloody hell, he's a, a handful. Yeah, and we weren't able to play the game we wanted to, but we still yeah. made the point. Uh, yeah, and I was thinking, yeah. all right, we had two rough away games, but that's not too bad. But to me, and I could be wrong, it, it felt yeah, a bit yeah. like that was the point where. Gary Mills seemed to me to move a little bit away from the, the possession-based stuff. I don't know. Is that, do they feel like that from within the club, or is it, uh, am I mistaken? No, I think at those times, I never felt that personally. Uh, I know when I kind of felt it was more towards 
November's maybe, November's times. Um, At those stages, I I never, there wasn't like, um, I'd never felt we was going away from playing football um, personally, no. As I said, I I think as a couple away games, we might have lost a game or two here and there. But I think as a whole, because we were still, I think there was a stage where we literally, where like the football side of things kind of just literally went out the window. And I don't think it was at this stage. Cause I remember us playing Grimsby at home and, yeah. Yeah. you know, bat- bat- battering them. Uh, obviously, Tranmere away in the cup, we, we, we <laughs> passed the ball still. So it wasn't at least, I remember having a conversation with Gary Mills before, I think a Torquay game away, maybe. I think 1-1-0. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I remember saying to him, like, you know, me, we're not passing the ball. Like, we, mm. and I, and like, because I think from goal kicks, uh, from kickoff, we always, um, we always used to pass. Mm. And then for a couple of games, we started going, I think Jamal was hitting a diag. And um, I remember saying it's Gary Mills. And then we played the Torquay game. And he was like, well, yeah, he kind of said, like, we're going to go from a kickoff, we're going to go past the ball. And we've done it. And I think, is either the one 0 game or where we won or we lost, but we I think we might have lost in the cup game, but mm-hmm. but um passed them off the pitch. So it was again, it was it was frustrating, but we was back to our style, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was um like I said, go back a little bit. Although I, 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 that's the yeah, thing. Sorry, I'm really yeah, 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 no, sorry. no, no, don't worry about that. That's the thing I'm yeah. really fascinated with because I I'll be honest, I viewed that season as an amazing chance to go up. And and it seemed like you know a, a change of strategy sort of yeah. blew it. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, I think so. Yeah, but um, you know, you're right. We did play some good stuff. We beat Altrincham three one. You had an assist, put a ball in yeah, for yeah. Blaine to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're a ball and Woods. You know, so we got some good results. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was also the game at Chester where we lost, but lost. Well, okay, you scored a penalty. So you scored. Yeah, you yeah. scored in the derby. That makes you all right yeah, yeah. by us. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a bit of a sense of you trying to sort of drag us back into the game as well at points in that match as well, where, you, you know, you, you, you kept going and kept going. Yeah. I remember that game. I said, I've, I was just going to play. I don't think I was great throughout the game, but there was a couple moments where I said, where we kind of showed that I'm still trying, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I created a chance for Connor Jennings. Like I, I, done, I said, personally, it wasn't my greatest thought, but I said, I still, when I had my moments, they was enough to win games or... If we took the chances, so yeah. Well, you, in that game, that straight after we go behind, you have a dribble and a shot from the edge, and Keith makes a good okay. save. So okay, you know, just okay. thinking. To me, I'm thinking, you know, when you've just let a goal in in the derby, who stands up and wants to get yeah, straight yeah, back yeah, at yeah. them? Of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Then there's the you crossed it in for Blaine, and he was pushed for the penalty as well. Yes. So yeah, I mean, yeah. he was going to score from that. It was a perfect cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Mooks running up to me, giving me the ball for the penalty. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then you also played a, a, a fantastic pass, like splitting the lines for Connor, who scored, and it was given offside. It was a tight. Yeah, that's a I'm pretty, yeah. But I think it, was it offside. I think it was a tight one. Yeah, it was really tight. Well, but I, like I said, I looked at that this morning as well, and you, you certainly you can't see from the camera angle, but yeah, yeah, not yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. where you're thinking, "Oh, he's off." It must have been really tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you know, so I mean, we we. There's, there's still some positives in it. Yeah, um, yeah, but the results kind of started frailing a little bit, but they, it was still positive, yeah. Then there's the Geisley game, which is, again, a game where we really underperform, and yeah. you're on a sort of one-man rescue mission, <laughs> dragging us back into it. So Geisley again... Yeah, I scored, I scored, scored two. <laughs> yeah, scored two, yeah. yeah. I think we, yeah, yeah. we went a goal, like conceded a rubbish goal. Yeah. Yeah. Rubbish goal. Like we conceded rubbish goals that that whole game to be. Yeah. I think it went finished three or something. Maybe that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we both conceded rubbish goals. Like, yeah. And uh, you you came back the first goal. It's just I just love how long you had the ball. I, just, yeah. I, I think I'll have to run the stopwatch on it because you get it yeah, on the yeah. left. You just sort of you just take your time. And you just come inside. Yeah. But I remember commentating on that game and just yeah. feeling really concerned that that first half, like I say, I mean, goals changed matches and yeah. teams' attitudes and we look to be hit by that soft goal that we let in. Yeah. And I remember commentating and you coming in and when you scored it, just feeling, all right, everything's yeah. fine now because you've... you've yeah, yeah, we're, we're back level. Like, yeah. 
we had a scare. Yeah. Now let's get on yeah. and crash these. We're cool now, yeah, we're cool, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you get another soon afterwards, but basically it's yeah. a sort of a... Yeah, this is cool. That yeah. off the defender. Yeah. You read it yeah, yeah. in there, bang. Yeah, uh, but we still one, blow yeah. it. <laughs> in the yeah, end. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, next game, we win at Woking. Again, you're holding on to things. You're... you're the build-up play for Connor Jennings and scored as well. We are 1-0. Yeah, 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 you're playing yeah. in the hole, which he hadn't done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's in a diamond. He might have been in a diamond. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're coming yeah, in from yeah. the right. and Yeah, yeah. A couple, couple one-twos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His intelligence, he knows what yeah, you're no, Connor, Yeah, Connor was flipping. He was, he was top quality, man. Just understood football. Yeah. You know what I mean? Understood football. And then playing him up front like that. Did you... I mean... Obviously, you were really effective on the left. Yeah. Um, but did you like it more on the left, in the middle? Did you not care? Did you just want to go uh, and... I think, I think at that time, I didn't care because, mm. like, my big... Like, I think everyone would agree and say I'm not a, a winger. Yeah. So, I've always, I've always played wide in teams, but I did. I've always... I, I should have been a central player. But at Wrexham, because we passed the ball, mm. I, I was always getting the ball. So, it didn't mind me playing off the left because the ball's going to come. If I didn't get it on this one, I'm going to get it again. And then I could come in off the line and get the ball. So, yeah, it's, it was fine. It was, it was fine. And I'm assuming as well, looking through the, the sort of highlights of, of those games, it's really striking how you use that, <clears throat> big pardon, that sort of freedom to move where you wish. Because yeah. the number of times I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, where's where's... Rose, where's Don gone? Where, you know, yeah. You're not where I expect you to be, but in a good way, because you're yeah, going to yeah, arrive yeah, late, yeah. or you're you're offering that ball so that if one attack, if an attack doesn't work, you're yeah. available. We keep the ball. We we start again, and I, yeah, I just no, quite like that sort of. It was a free roll, even though you are playing in a fixed position. If you like, yeah. No, as I said, like for me, the way I look at football from a young age, probably to my detriment, time, but I've looked at football. How 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 Wrexham was is how how football should be for me. Yeah. So when I'm picking up the balls in certain areas and I haven't got to break my neck to get into the box on this particular one because it probably will come back out the other side. That's why it was perfect. But where if I was at another club, oh you got to break your neck to get in there. But then if we give the ball away, then I've got to run back anyway. Like it's just like I said, Wrexham was just perfect. It was. I don't think it's any coincidence that I went and done what I'd done because it, it the, the the view on football from Gary Mills was how it how it, how it should be like I, I think that's how football should be played and, so, and um, yeah. there, there's then a little string of fantastic wins it's a barrel ha- Halloween the Barrowween game yeah um, you set a, a tap in for York up you, you go around the outside and then trick the yeah. full back and yeah, give yeah, it a yeah. tap in and then Gateshead you may remember the yeah. game. That game. You looked like you didn't remember it then. Yeah, I, I, I went blank for a bit. I went blank. Yeah, I went blank. Yeah. Uh, four nil. You pull the four strings nil. for the first goal. Um, yeah, got, then you stick in the corner that Blaine scores for the second goal. So you're probably one man of the match already at this point. And then there's... Yeah, they gave the Geno, though. They gave the Geno. They gave the Geno, I remember. And then you score that goal. And the yeah. Adriano Moke's cheapest assist of his career. He taps a midfield yeah, 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 yeah. kick one yard yeah, and then he yeah, stands yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something that. Yeah, it was um yeah, looking back as a looking back at it, it makes me smile because <laughs> um I probably don't uh understand how big a moment it was, like from obviously personally, from a fan's perspective. Because I said like since Wrexham, I haven't f- felt at home with a football club, mm. you know what I mean. So it, I've always, as you can see by my career, I haven't done the same things that I've done at Wrexham since then. So it's like looking back on it, it's actually really that bittersweet because look, the fans we have got I think five thousand fans. I don't think I've played in front of that. Obviously, it was at Dulwich we'd get good fans like two, three thousand, but Wrexham it was just different. We're doing well. The way me and the boys were like the. As a team, the boys love me. The fan, like, got the the young uh, ball boys jumping in on a on a, um, in a celebration. You see, like um, yes. Adriano's reaction, Nukes' yeah. reaction. But at the time, for me, I knew it was a good goal, but it was 
it was more like it was work. It, it was working. I'm working. Is that what I mean? It was working. <laughs> wow. um, I'm working at the moment. So it's just like because after the game, obviously, like everyone's buzzing. But I said I still didn't realize how good it was until it kind of started doing yeah, yeah. The rounds. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, I scored the fourth goal. It was a decent finish, Connor Jennings. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I feel I feel sorry for if you can feel sorry for a goal, I feel sorry for that fourth second goal because I think it's a yeah. cracking goal. It's so it's, yeah, yeah. it's across at you, it's going across you, it's fast, it's an awkward yeah. night, and the way you control it, it's a fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah, to be fair, like it wasn't an easy like looking at it, like I've, I think I've made it look easy, but I, I don't think that's a, a straightforward finish because I said yeah. it was a bit, it was a bit wet, it was like November, October, so it, the pitch has got a bit of dew on it. And even the past general's done, I didn't even think he was going to come to me because I think there was a James Caton closer. Mm. So he's played it across. It's a bit skippy. I've kind of hit on like a, on the a, on a bounce up. And yeah it's, a, yeah, it's a good finish. It was a good finish, to be fair. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I was saying about that, that first goal you scored guiding the ball through defenders' legs, but this one had to have power. You're further out and you've managed yeah, yeah, to get that, the power and the control on an yeah, awful yeah, no, As I said before, like, I always care about my quality I'd feel like if I was to smash it if I was smashed it and it went in off the laces great but I feel I trust myself more with that because if I smashed it and I shanked it I'd be so frustrated do you know what I mean yeah 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 um, that's all about yeah. finesse rather than power for you isn't it yeah that's 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 me that's yeah. me in general um, that going back to that goal as well I mean <laughs> the most viewed video on Wrexham's YouTube channel ever mm-hmm. um okay. Uh, half a million views, and it keeps going up. Uh, just there's so many fantastic things about it. Rich Faye's commentary, where he goes incredibly high pitched when he realizes yeah, yeah. that you're going to do it. Um, yeah, yeah. And that celebration, I'm not buying that it was just a job of work for you, Don, because you you look like a happy school kid. Yeah, no, <laughs> I think like, as I'm a, like, ah, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, as as I think as it's happened, I've yeah. realized what I've done, but it's <laughs> until that after it happened. I wasn't caught up on it until yeah. everyone was talking and it done the rounds. Because I said, my, my celebration was like, <laughs> oh, wow, have, have I kind of just done that? Yeah. And you can see what everyone's reaction that, no, you've just done something. <laughs> but I said, I, the finish wasn't even great. I think the keeper should have bloody saved it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, man. Um, some keeper. So, you know, maybe he wanted yeah. to be part of yeah, his... Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, no, it was um as I said, it was it was a uh, good time, man. It was really to be fair time. though, I um I I I think you're being harsh on yourself with the finish. Cause yeah, no, are- no, I am, I am, I am. I think the finish because it wasn't in the corner. That's just me on a personal yeah. thing. But I said it went in, it went in, you take it, you take it all day long. If I met if the keeper saved it, I would have been furious. Oh yeah, yeah. All that hard work <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. But it's it's like taking a penalty and just sending the keeper the wrong way. You don't have to put it in the corner then, do you? And, and exactly, you, you, exactly. You look at it. it I mean, goes in. again, with my experience as a bad failed goalkeeper, when yeah. someone like you has just done that, I have yeah. no idea what you're going to do next. You could yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. put it anywhere. You could yeah. drag it to me. You could hit it first time. Yeah. And so he's got too much to compute. I mean, look yeah. at it. He just takes a shift to the right when you beat the yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah. thinking, you're going to zigzag this, you're going to go bang and then back across oh it. And just that little yeah, yeah, shift yeah. puts him totally off balance and anywhere around where you put it is going to beat him. No, of course, yeah. No, as I said, it was, it, was a, it was a good goal, man. It was a good goal. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jordan Pondicelli and you're listening to the Dragonheart Radio Show. Great hearing from Don Vos there. Uh, an excellent player this time. It's an absolute shame he didn't stay for longer, really. Yes, yeah, so th- thank you, Mr. Mills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gifted. He's a dragon our favourite Mills, and maybe we get him on one day. I, I doubt he's going to agree to that, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I do, you never know. You never know. You, but, um... you never, ever know. But Wrexham's concerned. We've got a lot to look forward to. I don't think we'll be hearing much from the Sheffield Wednesday game. Maybe no. I don't know because it's going to be closed behind closed doors. Yeah. But maybe we will hear things from that in the future. So we got that to look forward to, and maybe some more new signings towards next week. We don't know. There's bound to be, aren't there? I think. Surely yeah, there's bound yeah. to be towards now in the Tamworth game. So yeah, 
hell of a lot to look forward to, Mark. I really yeah. enjoyed doing this podcast. Excellent stuff. Messi's won the Copa America now, so all he has left waiting for is the National League. I think you know what's going to happen next. Yeah, we, we, we haven't got any financial fair play problems at like Barcelona. No, we haven't. Uh, we got two cracking owners, and there you go. I think he's going to want. I think he does fancy that FA Trophy National yeah. League double yeah, that's that it. we're going to be aiming for this season. Shows a bloke sitting in front of me in the, in the FA Trophy final 2015. Sure, it was better. Sure, it was. But anyway, until next week, farewell. Thanks very much for watching. Please subscribe as well so you don't miss out on any of our content and click the bell to get notifications.